Today's episode is sponsored by MTech. MTech specializes in premium residential door and cabinet hardware that is custom assembled to order in Southern California. So I use them in a project and I love that I could do an unlacquered brass lever inside the room and a matte black knob in the hallway. Yeah, because their customization options are really great and their short lead times also mean that we can meet our project deadlines a lot easier. Totally. So Hot Young Designers Club listeners can get a free finished sample ring by heading to mtech.com slash hydc and using code HYDC23. Hey hotties, are you looking to grow your business and get real-time support from fellow designers? Become a loyal hottie by joining our Patreon community. Your subscription to our loyal hottie tier on Patreon gives you exclusive episodes like process parties, live workshops, and our unedited and unfiltered conversations for just $10 per month. Your support means the world to us and helps us continue to create the content you love. Plus, by joining our Patreon, you'll become a part of our inner circle and have the opportunity to connect with us on a more personal level. So learn more and subscribe at patreon.com slash HYDC. Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. I'm Rebecca Plum, your big sister. And I'm Sean Serha, your GBF. We're not that hot or that young. But we believe it's a state of mind that helps us build adaptable and profitable businesses. We rely on the support of our design besties to get through each day. So let's explore the emotional, practical, and humorous sides of being interior designers. Welcome to the club. Hi, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? TGIF. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. God, I know. Thank God. Mommy's <laughs> so... a reset. Yeah, because you had to go through spring break and then back to it and then like no rest. Yeah. And then just like allergy life. I, I don't know. Either I'm sick or have allergies and there's just no way of telling. Can somebody invent a test? Like, I just need like. A litmus strip, you know, like you need something that's like, wait, you're just a hypochondriac, or it's just allergies, or it's yeah, or spring COVID, or it's, it's a cold. Like, yeah, it's COVID, a cold, or allergies. Like, can we just like make or that a happen? Plot twist, all of the above. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Fully <laughs> an option. But like, do I need to like wear a mask? Like it's not COVID, but do I need to isolate from people or am I just verklempt and just you just have histamines that you need to antihistamine? And I am now like Claritin is bullshit. Useless on you. Mm -hmm. So you need like a prescription strength antihistamine. I've done the shots. I don't know. It's just, you know, I went from raining to 80 degrees literally overnight and the shit is popping oh yeah and hold on the sequel part two to re-up is very shortly you're going to be living in a swarm of mosquitoes oh my god already (laughs) just come just give it a second like that's what's going to happen in southern california like yeah immediately to the heat immediately to mosquitoes and then not getting to be outside. And then we'll be complaining about that. Sorry, hotties. This um, is not what our show is about. But we do want to talk really quickly, do a little housekeeping. We 
have launched officially Loyal Hotties. By the time you're listening to this, we'll be in month two. Ah. It's going really well. Like, yes, this is kind of a little sales pitch, but we created this Patreon tier to be able to have more interaction and direct engagement with you, our listeners. Because podcasts are just like this, like one way output, and it's sad. <laughs> I don't know that we, I feel sad most of no, the time. No, but when we no. meet people in real life, like it's so much. Like the that's what makes oh, it worthwhile, you know. A million times better when you get to like really engage with like our listeners, our audience, and talk to them and ask questions about our business and real life talk about what would we do situations or and learn how from your businesses. Like you guys are smarter than us in a lot of ways. Like we speaking for myself, but I yeah. learned from all of you. So anyway, this was like our way of making a place for that. So today in our world, we recorded our loyal hottie meetup. It was so fun. Our hottie hangout. Very um, first live round table discussion. Yeah, it was really great. Like the energy was really great. Like some of the hotties, like we sh- they shared their Instagram handles with each other. So there may be some high point meetups that happen with them. We won't be there or weren't there, but that's what we want. Like we want some spinoffs. Yeah, because our community, the value of it is in all of us. It's not really like the podcast or or whatever it is. It's in you all being able to build connections with one another and have resources to go to and and people to rely on. And yeah, that, that was our first Hottie Hangout. So you will have more chances. We're recording the Hottie Hangouts. They're on our Patreon for the loyal Hottie members. And yeah, so if you sign up at whatever date you're going to have access to the back videos to be able to watch those whenever at your convenience and in in may where our next hottie hangout is about trade vendors and trade pricing so you'll be able to join now and still be ready for that live session when we start talking about how we build in pricing strategies and all of that that's going to be a fun one and it's super interactive like you said may 12th i think May second, 12th, yeah. Second Friday. Yeah, May 12th. The second Friday is when we're going to host. We're going to try to do those second Friday every month so you can plan your schedules or consistency around. Yep. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And today. Today we're talking about how robots are taking your job. It really <laughs> feels sort of sci-fi-ish. Like... Depending on, there's going to be hotties who have no idea. They're just like, oh, I keep hearing people talk about AI and they don't know what we're saying. So that's, we're going to cover a little bit of that. But if you've been paying attention, yeah. I've been like, I feel belatedly paying attention. And so prepping for this episode, I did like dip into some of the stuff because I think, and why we're talking about it today is there are going to be things that affect our industry for sure. Mm-hmm. And with like anything, any new technology, you can't just ignore it. You have to embrace it, adapt, like figure out how it can help you right. and what your pivot might look like if it's directly going <laughs> to wipe out your entire business. 
We're not there yeah, yet. Yeah. We're not, no, we're not there yet. But you can kind of see where some of this is going. And like, I think one of the articles that got a lot of this kicked off for us was of Home, which we'll link in the show notes. But they had a piece that was from March of this year, March 2023, Seven Ways AI Will Change the Design Industry for Good. And they talk about there's a bunch of topics within it, but I, I do think Seven, that there is... to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> but they're also raising other points about what the capabilities are beyond just the seven things they're talking about. But I... I my biggest yeah, I think Captain <laughs> Captain Obvious is here. Like I think that the one that they drew the most attention to that is probably the should like potentially the scariest is that e-design mm-hmm. can really be revolutionized by this because very quickly AI will be enter- able to generate rooms like the look or the aesthetic of rooms based on prompts of, I want this, I want a bohemian inspired room. I want a this inspired room. And as it gets smarter, it's going to start to understand. Yeah. It can create a style. The next step that's been mentioned with it is that it probably won't be long before retail brands Mm -hmm. want to have AI recognize their products. Like Pottery Barn will want Pottery Barn will be able to provide a list of sofas that have a mid-century style and AI will be able to grab from those sofas and drop them in renderings and like they can charge Pottery Barn because this is like an ad for their sofa and have a little pop-up tag with buy that sofa right now. So that... It'll it'll like generate kind of a little like-it-to-know-it reward style. And that's really... Oh, like if someone just wants a off the shelf, I like it. It looks good. I don't have a lot of requirements type of design. Like I will like whatever is kind of close. Like that, that's big. I'm not saying it's, I guess I'm not here to argue the philosophy of, is that still design? Like I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying that's what design is. Like that's not art necessarily. If we want to get kind of cerebral about, is that design? I don't want to, I'm not saying it is, but it will certainly help people who just need help shopping for a thing that looks like a certain style. Yeah, and have no clue. Yeah, um, show me seven chairs that are blue and are inspired by a wingback. AI will be able to create that for you. Like it's going to be used, could be used like a search engine. I want to talk about that more because I played with it last night. But like one of the other things they talked about, which I think is the topic, what's the differentiation? This also kind of came up, I don't know, 15 years ago when everyone was worried about service jobs moving overseas. It Mm. always comes back to the ability to have, to be a whole person with a personality that can connect with an audience. and be creative. So this topic was, or this idea was designers will be more human on social media. So when everything starts looking like a rendering and clearly created by a bot right. to stand out, like you have to be a real human with real personality and real connection to your audience 
that can talk about things, be funny, have mm-hmm. nuance. Like AI is not doing that. No. And it can't, like, that's where, like, for a long time, I would hear people, and, and mainly because I also have a, a friend who's a, an illustrator, and she's also, she works, she teaches in fine art, she works for a local university, but she's also an illustrator, she does children's books, she does all sorts of work, she does private commission work, and it's her, it's her full-time job, and she's talked about how particularly illustrators who work in like fashion or like conceptual costume design for studios when they're trying, when they're doing that first take of we need this post-apocalyptic military uniform. Oh, that's AI bad. is going to be able to do the first sketch for that. Now there, oh. are they going to take over the costume design itself? No, there's going to be finessing work that the costume designers are going to do more. But when they go to the studio with these initial sketches and say, I think this is kind of our lineup. They're not going to need illustrators anymore. It's the same concept. So my, my dad was a, he worked for large electric sign companies as when I was growing up as a kid. And I remember being a little kid and going into the art department. It was my favorite thing to do. And there were these old timer guys who were part draftsmen and part artists. And they had, they actually had like drafting tables that they would sit at in their office and they had these carousels of markers and all of their renderings were done by hand. It was amazing and beautiful, but that we know quick, (laughs) quickly died. And there's still people that do it today and they are now like artisans and like, it's part of, it's like a crafty, cool thing, but the expectation is it's all done in the computer. So just like that's evolved and we've all accepted it and learned how to adapt. That's how this is going to be too. Sure. Yeah. Renderings are going to get, renderings are going to keep getting easier to generate, which means that if your value add is a, is a rendering, like probably not great for the renderers out there. If you're just doing like artistic broad strokes of a room and you want to be like, here you go. Like I could see AI getting to a point really quick where you could say, generate a bedroom that's 12 foot by 12 foot. And this here are images of all the furniture I'm putting in that room. And it, it won't be long for AI can already tell the difference of what a bed looks like in a photo. That's how they're getting these AI generated rooms is they know what a bed looks like. They know what nightstands look like. So they can already recognize these images and put them into renders. Like, okay, well, let's get, let's get into that. So last night I signed on to mid journey. Have you played with mid played with it yet? No. So mid journey is the image based AI that everyone's, I think they're the, main one that you can use it's kind of weird because you have to log in you have to have a discord account which is a like chat server it gets real kind of nerdy fast webby yeah yeah Yeah. but i was able to finally figure figure out how to log in i would put it on my own little private discord server so i wasn't like in these public don't like the public forums (laughs) that you're fucking around on i know but yeah, this is where people are creating like 
uh, create a sci-fi world that's based on uh, yeah, the very Wild my West. Spa- it's like, very MySpace 2002 with like fairies and like fractal backgrounds and weird <laughs> ugly shit, like fantasy stuff. Like that's obviously not what we're here for. Sure, sure. But I started playing with it. So the whole thing, if you haven't experimented with any of the AI stuff, is it's all text-based prompts at this point. Actually, mid-journey, you can give it photos too. So it's pretty interesting. Like I was just like last night, I've been working on, not really, but this room that I'm in, Sean, you know, my formal living room, it's kind of like our extra room that I can't really get a concept in my brain about. Also, I'm not really ready to work on it. So it's just this thing. You're in in the play around phase still. Play around, have no money to actually do it or time. So I fed it a photo of our listing photo, which was very mid-century shag carpet, three pieces of furniture and a one picture on it. And it, Kind of amazingly, for, it gives you four options right away. So you type, so I typed in, I gave it the photo and then typed in mid century formal living room with 12 foot wide picture window, eight foot ceiling, and two sofas. That's not a very good prompt. I quickly found out. <laughs> but it actually made some like rooms that I was like, oh shit, <laughs> kind of looks like my house. Oh yeah, it's even kind of shadowy like your room naturally is like yeah so you pick one of these to generate like this is like an upgrade when you pick u3 then i would upgrade this one okay or you just pick version one two three or four and then that's the one you play with oh it actually started getting worse the more i messed with it okay but you can edit the prompt as you do these variations So, oh, this is where I added my photo of my room. And it got kind of weird. Ooh, it got very dark and spooky, but I'm not... Like swag drapery and stuff. Yeah, but I'm also not super mad at it. But I gave it the photo and then it came up with this, a blue painted area rug in the style of Janet Delaney, who is a photographer, artist. It came up with all these like reference artist names, <laughs> suburban ennui capturer, like all these just weird terms. Oh, because it's kind of building it off of Based the style of photo, the photo. And then it starts like a bad real estate photo. Right. And it starts to think, oh, you must want it to be similar to that, which I could see this going the other way. If you wanted it to build off of an inspirational room like let's say you're a potential client yeah or someone out there who wants to redo a room and you're like oh my god i love this you could probably fuse a couple i actually like those yellow chairs in this like stuff it's kind of cool yeah so i kept playing with it see how it started degrading it It started turning it into a cartoon into a salvador dolly at the end here like (laughs) it's I don't know what I did, but it started getting really like weird and like cartoony. Oh my God. This is the perfect metaphor for what happens when clients get too involved in the design process. Exactly. (laughs) It's the horse design by committee. In real life. Yeah. It turned into a camel. Um, I started trying like 
maybe it would be good for making a mood board, which it did kind of make some little mood boards, which is kind of interesting. It got cool when I put like a really random thing. Like I wrote kids playroom in mid-century style Irish cottage. Um, some interesting pieces in there. I don't know how I came up with that, but I'm like, let me try to put together some really like disparate like ideas. Things that don't belong together. Yeah, but actually made some really cool actually made a really cool room. (laughs) Well, and there's like a little nook or a little niche in that top one where it was like a bench built into a niche that has a peaked roof over it. Kind of like a dormer roof. Yeah. like this one cool... in like really cool floor tile patterning. So I kept kind of playing with that and then it just did the same thing. It got cooler for a minute. Then it started oh, putting that's kids. some wreath designs in spell. Yeah. Like Cause I'm like, let's add a wallpaper. What's it going to do? But then it started putting these creepy kids in it. <laughs> and I t- <laughs> didn't know how to get rid of them. What's the what's the like what's the the the, the one is it Werner Braun or whatever like Werner Braun's sad beige children or whatever like what's that what is it? Am I thinking the wrong know. thing? Werner Herzog. There's oh. like those photos where it's all like creepy kids mm. and it's yeah it's Werner Herzog's sad beige children like oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Yes, it like, starts to feel that's what's starting to happen. I'm like, I don't want kids in it. I tried to like take them out, but it, I'm like, no people, and it kept putting in. Then it started getting illustrated again, illustrative again. Okay. So something I was doing or not doing put it made made it start to look like a painting. But some of it got kind of cool. Oh my god, look at that kid's face. I mean, it's definitely so, ghosts in the attic, like flowers in the attic is that, is that <laughs> Those, the phrase the flowers in the attic was that creepy book and movie where the twins started having relations with each other because they were stuck in an attic together <laughs> oh i was referring there's a game the ghost oh. in the attic but now i could see where that would blur <laughs> with the... okay so what i'm okay. picking up from this is the rendering quality and the idea generation could be helpful. Yes. And it, okay. So what the more research I was doing, the prompting is key. I did start real finding really quickly that people sell prompts. So that's like the mm. new wave. A lot of design prompts were being sold. I didn't buy any, but that would be an interesting thing to look into what those words are because there's all these different weird it's almost like code like you put these weird hacks in it like emphasize this area i don't so i didn't get too far and i'm not some of it's also going to depend on just like what we do in design is knowing what levers to pull or what things to emphasize or like in the same way that's going to happen but a rendering does not create the design itself it's not but the you, idea you do need, yeah and it's definitely not gonna at this point it doesn't provide sourcing yet but it could in the future if brands get smart about how they integrate when you put in one of them persian carpet like that's going to be easy for a brand to i like, link on and provide like a consumer 
links to yeah. Persian style rugs. Like that's not a hard stretch. So do I think it's going to steal your job? If all you're doing is providing a shopping list, maybe like if that's all you do, but it's definitely not going to tell a client what will go with what. And like, or in what you don't, you can't have a room. House. Yeah. You can't have a room full of Beyonce's. So who's going to help decide who the Michelle's are like you that's mm-hmm. we right now we still need that, but AI could learn and will continue to learn how to balance scale and pattern and color and all of that. Like it will keep learning. So the difference for me, when I think of this is like, we have to leverage in on service and individuality. And Mm -hmm. a lot of, at least a lot of my clients, they want a person to help them. They want to feel like they have someone to hold their hand and to guide them. And like, I wouldn't let an AI do my like legal defense. So I wouldn't, you know, like I want a lawyer to hold my hand, you know, like, so in the same way a designer can help with that. The emotional component to it and the, what kind of sucks, like it sucks if the creative part becomes less valued. And the customer service project management is all you're doing because that's not my favorite part. Yeah, because I think that the design, a beautiful design concept and that business of home kind of touched on that in their piece that the concept alone can't be the most important thing we're doing. Like, we're still going to have to talk about connection, industry knowledge, knowing what to do next, because at least where it stands right now, AI is really formulaic based. So, and we've seen this even when we've experimented with copy writing with AI Chat is GPT. that it's, yeah, it's like following what it, what it's finding online. It's gathering a bunch of data. And so if it gathers what it thinks is one type of way to design, it's going to write, you could say like describe full service interior design it's like amalgamating what it thinks full service design looks and acts like, but that doesn't necessarily match how every company does it or how you do it. So it can do some of it. Hey hotties, have you been missing new process party episodes and want more behind the scenes scoops? It's all over on our Patreon. Our loyal hotties get exclusive episodes, live workshops, and our best unedited and unfiltered conversations for just $10 a month. And if that's not enough, it's super easy to subscribe and there's no long-term commitment. Learn more and subscribe at patreon.com slash HYDC. Yeah, so like I think it's a good way to get a jumping off point i guess is how i've been using Mm -hmm. it so like chat gpt is what sean's talking about with the copy if you haven't used that i definitely think it's fun to play with yeah like with with your gmail i've used it to do like i was trying to write write the difference write an ad for Instagram talking about the difference between full service design and designer on call. It did it. <laughs> like it and you can did a you pretty can like, good damn job. You can say like shorten this, shorten it to be between 75 and 100 words. And it'll like still yeah, try it, to boil down like make it friendlier or make it more casual. And sometimes it like tries to like, 
use like bro terms. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. funny. You can say like write this in a witty informational style and it will like it will take it for you. Like you can basically this is what I was talking to one of our hotties about was that you could basically get this to write a blog post for you if you got the direction down. Like it would give you write a paragraph about how you could advise people on how to pick paint colors or pick the best white paint colors. You could have it write like, to a blog post a hundred percent. I've had it do it. I do didn't it. post it, but But then you could go in with stuff to like customize to your voice and instead of taking an hour to write the post, it you could do you could probably do it in yeah. ten minutes. Like if you really know your voice as a writer or what you want to say, like it'll give you the content. We may or may not have had it write one of our ads on the podcast. <laughs> and, <laughs> we were trying and, to get some ideas condensed. Like we gave it a bunch of over, like too long too ideas and then like make this shorter. And it did a pretty good job. It did it. And you can also, so this is the one that was shared from a draftsman who I work with who does permit sets for us on smaller projects. He had it, I told you this, he did use it to like create research. So he, it had to do with privacy of where windows face. Some cities have guidelines on if you're doing additions or a new house or remodel that the window placement can't be looking like directly at neighbor window placements. Like it's like, privacy consideration of just like we don't want everyone lining up their bathroom windows with each other and his was for an an adu a guest house that they're adding to a property and the city said to him can you you need to make show privacy considerations for this and he went into chat gpt and was like can a city require this and it was like yes and, it, and, and he said, tell me the code that requires it in California. And it gave him the exact code that he could go to like a code book and find it. And then he said, can that code still apply if the primary building code for the main residence does not require privacy considerations? Can they require it for an ADU? And the codes that, and ChatGPT said, no. And he said, find me the exact code number and it gave him the code number and he was able to link it back to the city to dispute their change. That would have taken him ages to research it in a code book by himself, just with search terms or searching in a PDF. And he did it in like 10 minutes or less. That's insane. If you are on TikTok, you can kind of move your algorithm to have all these AI AI prompts. I have yeah. a lot. I have a lot of people that I'm now getting that, yeah, different hacks like with social media. Like you can have it write a social media strategy for a week based on blah, 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 like what you do. It'll it I've can even create seen, a calendar for you, like a content yeah, calendar. Like here's yeah. what you need to post. And then you can, it'll give it to you in like paragraph form. And I, I haven't tried this, but I guess you can tell it to give it to you in a table. So there's even like organization it can do. Like somebody was saying, if you have a list of a bunch of restaurants on your notes app that are just like, you just put a name of a restaurant in a note and it's not organized Mm -hmm. by anything. This person took, had it take that list, put it in a table form, have it, gave it the list of categories you wanted it to organize it by neighborhood price. 
and it automatically went in, looked them all up, cleaned it up, put an address, phone number, and actually formatted it to be like a useful I table. Saw something, I saw something like that, but they were doing it for like an itinerary for a trip. They were like, yeah. can you design an itinerary for a three-day trip in Paris? And we like to do... Like we will like stuff from Atlas Obscura, which I don't know. Do you do you know Atlas Obscura? Like, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a cult, or like on for example, something that would be an Atlas Obscura on a travel trip would be touring the catacombs in Paris, which is kind of a spooky okay. thing to do. So they kind of have like you know you can go to New Orleans and it'll have a voodoo shop on the list of places you should see, for example. So anyway, so like you can prompt it and it will create like an ideal day and you can even add to it like make one of the restaurants a michelin star restaurant and it'll find like it'll create these for you and help you build like when you should fly in so that way you can do this stuff and like i could see that changing a lot of industries very quickly can it take my fucking client presentation (laughs) with just photos and links that like linked photos and turn that into a spec sheet. I bet that it would not be far that, away for someone like studio designer mm-hmm. to have an A and AI plugin. Like why could oh. there are already apps with AI plugins right like, now? If it like can they already search. I mean, I would input it differently into my presentation, but if it can take my photo heavy presentation and turn that into a specification document or and or a proposal that yeah. would save my life i mean there's already ai plugins on what, what's the one where like college professors check essays for yeah for plagiarism there's there's already these programs have already linked to chat gpt for plugins so that way they can already use chat GPT to help look for that stuff. So it already, it's already out there. Like the plugins are just going to get better and the integration capability, like I'm sure companies like as they start to monetize their strategy, it it would not be long before these AI programs would charge the apps to integrate, but because it would save us time, it makes it really valuable. Like, Like, like Facebook integration for just logons. Again, it'd oh, be speaking, so easy to do it. So okay, speaking I'm of integration, I'm going to show you. So you were showing me Canva now has AI built into it. Yes. And so I was dicking around with it last last day. So I love that you're going to love it for yourself. Oh, I'm um, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Claire, I showed you one where Canva, so a woman who hadn't done her headshot in a long time needed to get a new fresh shot, but the she had a nice photo, but the blouse she was wearing was very casual and she wanted it to feel professional. So Canva had, they, she, she demoed on TikTok this version where she like redid her blouse so it could be a professional looking blouse instead yeah, of so like if you a go into, or something. If you have a photo in a Canva project if you go into edit photo now like it used to just be background remover which we've probably all used a million times now there's a magic eraser which is just like the photoshop like erase like you can just erase something out of the image and then now this magic edit which is what you're talking about you basically color 
over a part of an image and ask it to generate an alternative. Okay. So I have this photo of me and Sean, me and Sean. We used it recently for oh, ask the Ask Us Anything episode. Yeah, um, I'm sitting on the world's smallest couch, Tiny, and it's, so <laughs> it's a chair Sean's and a half, but it's sofa proportioned. Like it's really dumb. So I was just like trying to quickly just try stuff. So yeah, first I. Just change the background. background change. So I add, I had it add wallpaper to the background, which it didn't honestly do a very good job. And you have to, this is where the prompting becomes the art of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I did floral wallpaper and then it just made something really ugly. So I started trying to put like 70s large scale geometric. Oh, I tried yeah. all these different things. I bet you could have so, even named in the style of if it was like a very like mm, Peter yeah. Gray or House of Hackney. Like, I bet it would. Yeah. I bet it could do it. And the Canva plugin version, like, don't expect really great, like, sure. cutouts. It's all like in your, beta mode. And- your hair started getting really weird in some of them. And then I had <laughs> to change our Ooh, outfits. I'm in a. Short sleeve blazer <laughs> sequins, yeah, yeah, a silver so sequin short sleeve blazer. Like, I'm a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race because um, you're wearing a short sleeve shirt, like, it couldn't add more sleeve. Look at how so, I it think made your legs and your feet. Oh my to, god, like, I know on tippy toes in little heels, like, and you have yeah, a sash. it doesn't. I've read it as really bad hands. Like it can't, AI still can't so do hands. Them. Yeah. So I told this one, I think, <laughs> change our outfits to be. We have to share this on Instagram. <laughs> formal Oscar ready, I think I wrote. Oh, like, man. I think I wrote Oscar red carpet. And this is it what tried. it gave us. Yeah. It does. You're giving more mother of the bride than you're giving Oscar <laughs> red carpet. <laughs> With pants on, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it has, I think they're actually like stirrups. It's really ugly. Some of them like made our bodies really weird, and I wish I looked um, that skinny. It made me look skinny. Yeah, I feel like it makes yeah. everything skinnier. Then oh, it's I a just tried sofa. It gave us some decorations. Yeah, the sofa. I oh. highlighted the sofa, and then I just it wrote I think Halloween on it. And it, yeah, put pumpkins all over it. It's really weird. It didn't even spell Halloween. Like, it just no, put, it, like, the banner says N-L-N-I-H. <laughs> like it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And, like, pumpkins by you. Okay, okay. So, that one wasn't good. Okay. Uh, this, I was trying to get it to change the piece of furniture entirely. It would not do it. It kept it in the same size. I couldn't even get it to change color. I tried a a bunch of different things. It tried to replace it with them. Yeah, this was the best looking one. Some of them look real crazy, but look at the tufting. I mean, it's not good. It's like bad Photoshop. Oh, it's yeah. It it looks very fake. It definitely isn't great. But the fact that it could generate all of that from just like a beta plugin is pretty crazy in one second yeah this one actually is pretty cute <laughs> so this one turned it into a floral pattern on the i don't hate that 
It's an uh-huh. interesting, very avant-garde style of sofa or chair, but I don't... It gave a little turn leg. Yeah, and a little platform around the edge. It's interesting. So... Okay. I see where the girl <laughs> is going. I, I see it. I think the outfit change is the best. I think um, we're going to have to put all of these on a carousel on Instagram so so they can see. Okay. okay we'll have to share that. That'll be really funny. <laughs> So, this, so yeah, this is like all brand new. I feel like the technology is changing so much. I guess what freaks me out, and there's no going back now, is the more we play with it, the more we're feeding the robots, you know? like Sure, because we give it more data. Yeah, and all these prompts, it's just making... It definitely has like the makings of a horror robot will smith movie i don't know i could maybe i could see that a little bit so where i have fun with this is also in the like what if or how to chat gpt stuff because uh, it also has access to like curriculum and like popular theory and negotiation techniques and so there's a lot of that stuff that's really nuanced that you don't want to take like a whole class on and like Mm -hmm. for example like I won't read it, but it gives like five bullet points of how to explain why your design fee is more expensive than a competitor. And I won't go through all of them, but like the last thing it says is ultimately the key is to emphasize unique value and expertise that you bring and how it translates to a superior end result that justifies your fee. That's the short of it. It's not wrong, but it says, talk about your experience, explain how that is what they need. Talk about how you personalize things. Talk about the materials you use that are different. Like it, it does, it literally tells you what to say. And I feel like that's a game changer when we navigate those, I've never done this before situations of what would you do if, and I think it's a great place to start because, and, and I will totally say this, it's not always accurate. It's not always correct. It's not always politically correct. It may say some offensive things. They're working on making it learn how to not say certain things because it's pulling from the whole internet. So if you, you if you don't have a good heart and you ask it to disparage a group, it will write things that are disparaging to a group of people. It will literally create it's a robot. Whatever yeah, you, it doesn't whatever care. you ask it to create. If you ask it to say something bad, it's going to do that. And well, you could say, can you write? 14 your mama jokes it will it will do it it will and then they're not all going to be bangers but it's going to come up with something so like that's the challenge with it is yeah what you put in is what it's going to generate so you know it's going to come up with stuff yeah i've definitely found it helpful when i'm just like brain dead and i need a Instagram post or an opening paragraph to my newsletter. Mm-hmm. I I'd work a lot better as an editor for that for that kind of yeah. thing. It's gonna hurt so copywriting. I, I feel like like professional copywriters. It's gonna make it pressures on. Yeah, yeah. Because if you were that marginal, for, maybe I won't hire a copywriter. But we kind of need one. Area you could have like your marketing intern do a bunch of stuff in ChatGPT and have a marketing manager pick the ones they think are the best and maybe you don't need a copywriter anymore and tweak on it. Yeah. 
I know. So ChatGPT is free. It's if you haven't played with it, like I highly recommend it. It's pretty funny, but yeah, it's just going to keep getting smarter. I think oh, one of the thoughts I had was one thing though that I don't think it's ever going to I won't say never, but anytime soon going to do is I I'm noticing this is a no duh, but clients come to me and want me to tell them what the best choice is. Right. They, I mean, yes, it's based on expertise, but it's also just gut. Like, Mm -hmm. does this look good in my house? Like that's pretty nuanced. And yeah, you won't be able to upload the photo of your house yet. And the photo of a chair you're looking at and say, will this work in my house? Like it's, it might but have the visuals, you, but maybe not the scale or maybe right, like, not so, budget. Like it, how many factors can it take into account at once and still be accurate? For instance, I was doing a exterior paint consultation yesterday and they have like this really cool house and it's ketchup and mustard <laughs> colors now. Ew. And it could really be anything. It's mid-century could be dark it could be light it could be blue it could be gray it could be white it could be dark gray. and she has good taste like she likes nice things yeah but she's like tell me what this house needs to be yeah it yeah. could you know like ai would just make it whatever it made it and you pick one but still no one's guiding you or your client on which one it should pick mm-hmm because clients I think don't like be... it when you say any of these are great. <laughs> oh no, that makes it worse. No, but even the... if it's true, the clients don't like when you do that. No, but don't you think that it would be silly if we were not acknowledging what it can do? Like we can't ignore it. It's... Deny it. Yeah, no. Way. Yeah, it's going to do stuff, and it's going to keep showing up. And I don't think that's going away anytime soon and i don't i think we're only going to see how much more it can do so for me it's thinking how do i leverage what i do separate what what that's can why i, I think still you, do that it can't do so don't yeah it's not going to put and you that's out why of business I think you should play with it like start using it and just kind of really understand the limitations yeah. and how it can help you Embrace that part of it, but also know about it. Yeah. When you're at a party and someone says, okay, well, tell me this. I've been messing around on AI and I think I could make a room. You need to be ready to tell them, that's so cute. Have you tried to get it to pick what fabric should go on the chair you want to reupholster? Like, have you, like, how's that going for you? Like, do you think that looks good in your house? Like that, I made that cool Irish mid-century cottage, but like that's not just going to go in anyone's house. Like, right? It's and did it so specific? Did it help you know? Did it help you know which was the best contractor to hire for your job mm-hmm. because they worked with that contractor before? Like, no, probably not. Okay, like it's good Is to this have installation your, even possible. Yeah, yeah, because it's cute. It can do a lot of stuff. It can come up with great ideas, but like, it's not going to replace your expertise and you want to be Pinterest able to comes up with a lot people. of ideas too, but it doesn't help people decide, finish their homes. Precisely. They just spin. I think my biggest takeaway so, has been the copywriting capability. The research capability is really like primo for what we do. 
Yeah. And we didn't get into the headshot part of it too, but that, oh I don't God. know. That's kind of weird. I don't know. Just yeah. hire a photographer still, but yeah. so we encourage you to play with it. it. It's kind of meditative and interesting and fun too. Like mid journey is kind of like almost like a game. <laughs> like you can yeah. make it like really. A su- I know people that do it. That's like they're, they probably get stoned and yeah. Create weird art. Crazy like, rooms yeah yeah let's do it so you don't have to do that but play with it at least start with chat gpt and to start yeah don't go the way of the fax machine come on guys like we gotta be hot and young gotta keep up with the technology so you're not asking about dial-up internet when we're all using robots like (laughs) (laughs) exactly all right hotties until next time stay hot designers Thanks for listening to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. For more on what we talked about today, check out the show notes. Your support helps us grow, so share with your design besties. And subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Our conversations continue on Instagram. And be sure to download our monthly resources on our website and our Patreon. 